I know. I know. We're recording, though. Oh. <laughs> you son of a... Listen. How many times have you done this to me where you... What have, what have you recorded that I don't know about? I don't, I don't know. Okay, good. I do know, though. No, I don't, no, I don't believe you. You're no, a bad liar. I'm a really bad liar. If you had something on me, you'd be doing that maniacal laugh that you do when you got something good. You're like... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you laugh like this. <laughs> no, I don't. I like that laugh. Fuck you. (laughs) 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 Fuck. Let's just do the show. Um, Yeah, but you know what? Um, Just one quick note that's important. What? Um, We've made so many Vine references on this show that some people have gone off to go like find Vine compilations on YouTube. Good. And I call that a fucking win. I do too. Everybody needs to be privy to the genius that is Vine. Yeah, it's over. So, you know, you can catch up. Yeah. There's good stuff. Plenty of time <laughs> for Vine. <laughs> Let's start the show. Ah, uh. oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right. Lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. It's Thorn and Thist, your favorite podcasting duo, or you know, one a duo that you like a lot, or even if we were if we're your favorite, that's awesome. But if we're not, that's cool too, because we're like your peanut butter and jelly, yeah. salt and pepper. We're like uh, s- uh fabric softener and dryer sheets. <laughs> Which one do I get to be? You get to be neither. What? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how this works. I just worked it like that. Let me work it. Let me flip it, reverse it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, what's going on? Listen. It's been a week, you guys. Listen. (laughs) Listen. Listen to me. Listen to my words. It's been a fucking week, okay? We're on a medium that is audio only. You're like, listen. Listen. (laughs) Just to be clear, you gotta listen. Listen, you motherfuckers. Listen. You're already listening. Thank you for that, buddy. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. We really, like, that's all we can ask for. It's actually pretty cool. It's like one of like, the first couple of like weeks, or like the first month of lagging balls, I tried to use my cleavage for uh, not evil, not good. Just for promotion, you know? Like, I've been doing that ever since, but, like, I tried to use a picture of me with gratuitous cleavage. As you do. As I do. A lot. But I was like, hey, everybody, listen to my podcast. And then I posted a picture of me with the cleavage on Twitter. And somebody got so pissed. They're like, oh, my God, sending women back to the dark ages, asking for money, (laughs) using your boobs to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude. This is back in the beginning, right? Yeah. We didn't even have a Patreon. No, we didn't have a Patreon. literally no money. No, so I I messaged this guy and I'm like, dude, my show is literally free. I just want people to listen. And that dude blocked me because he was really pissed off. (laughs) You know, because he was wrong and he was embarrassed. But like... Yes. Because he's not blocking boobs, that's for sure. No. But like, I can use my boobs however I want. Yeah, they're your boobs. I didn't bring this up because I wanted to talk about boobs. I brought that up because like, all we can literally ask for as podcasters is for you guys to listen your ear holes yeah you guys give us so much more than that and we are so grateful and thankful and you know just appreciative of that every single day but bottom line baseline ultimately we just need you to listen it's true because if you didn't listen there would be no podcast that's true if is like if there's nobody around to if somebody if they don't have you ever if a fist if falls in the woods dream a dream that you just that you could that you, <laughs> you 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 did that you wanted to so bad that you didn't but you didn't then you couldn't think of what to say after <laughs> what i was trying to so eloquently say was like if there are no listeners did a podcast ever even happen like if no if nobody <laughs> listens to this did it even happen i mean yeah I mean, but, yeah, because I'm going to be editing it, editing it for like three hours after this. Right, Hi, so. future me editing. <laughs> Fuck you. 
<laughs> oh, that's going to sting later. But, but let's be honest. Like the the we may have started with your cleavage, but the real turning point was my cleavage. Because once I started showing off my cleavage, yeah. then we caught Rose's attention, and then Ro, then we got on Rose's show, and then Rose gave us the Rose bump. Your milkshake brought all the Rose to the yard, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my lord." <laughs> uh, hey, Ro. Um, What's up, buddy? <laughs> anyway. Back to before all of that. Uh, it's been a fucking week <sighs> for us Blizzard folk. Um, it really has. Damn. We were going to talk about this in a bit, but let's just let's just do it now. Let's get it out of the way. So, okay, we we know what happened. Obviously, we all know what happened with Heroes of the Storm. Not everybody knows. Why don't you tell them? Um, Heroes of the Storm. Uh. Esports are not going to be happening this year, next year, or probably ever again. Right. The HGC is over. Yeah. And uh, Heroes of the Dorm as well. Um, and all of the top developers are being redistributed to other titles. We don't know about top developers, but well, some of the, you know, the main uh, many of the developers yeah. are being redistributed and the, the cadence of the development of the game is changing. Right. That's, that's what we know. Yeah. The game's not dead. But it will be different. Different, and uh, the anyway, uh, we all found out on Thursday. It's uh, Saturday right now. I think it was Thursday. Um, it's Saturday now. Um, so we decided not to talk about this too much this week. We don't. We don't want to give you. We don't. I'm worried that people are going to be all like. Oh, they're such Blizzard fans that they didn't even want to like talk about this. You know. No, I mean we'll come back to it next week. Yeah, we'll come back to it next week. It's just the I've I, I've seen both sides, like people like working within Blizzard still, and how they're dealing with the backlash, and how they had to deal with this decision and making the decision and executing the decision and all of the things that went into that. I've seen I've seen that side. I've I've heard that side. I've consoled people on that side. I've done the same with people on the other side, the ones who've lost their jobs, the ones who have put their heart and soul into Heroes of the Storm and Heroes of the Storm esport content. Um, some of my very best friends, some of our very best friends, are heroes people yep. through and through. And yeah, that's true. Like when this happened, I. I tried. I often try to put myself in, in other people's shoes when when bad things happen, so that I can commiserate with them. And thinking about like, what if this had happened to World of Warcraft? What if they had pulled all of yeah. my favorite developers from WoW? What if they had canceled AWC and MDI? Like the people that work in MDI and AWC, like I have some extremely dear friends in, and like, what if they lost their jobs? You know, like yep, absolutely. So I I under we understand both sides. We understand that a lot of people are hurting right now. Um and so we we decided not to talk about it this week. And we've already talked about it more than we intended to honestly. Yeah. <laughs> at the at the end of the day, we don't know very much about no. the Blizzard side, but I I can tell you this in terms of context. There are people hurting inside and outside of Blizzard over this. Yeah. And that's the truth. We have some relationships, like this said, with people at Blizzard. We are very, very lucky to have that, and those people are awesome, and we really appreciate it. And they're honest with us, and there's there's some hurt going on in this stuff. And it's not even necessarily lost jobs for some people. Some people, it's being moved off of their passion project, and that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. But the, the long and short of it is, nobody has the inside info on the actual business de- decisions and the intricacies of what happened on the business side. We don't know that. So we're going to put it on the shelf a little bit. We're going to come back to it next week. Yes. We're going to revisit and see if there's anything further that we can look at. And then we've got a little bit more context that we can give on our end. And then we're trying to look at both sides. Uh, totally. Okay? We're, we're just waiting to, to, to figure everything out. And the wound is very fresh right now. And we're just not interested in going there Yes. so soon after it happens. So. In the meantime, there's more than enough out there about it. And from the Blizzard side, there's obviously um, J. Allen Brack's post that announced it. It's a blue post from uh, earlier this week. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. There's also um, game director K.O. Milker's 
um, heartfelt blue post about it just from yesterday about the end of HGC and the plans going forward. So we'll put the link to that in the show notes as well so you can see some of this stuff directly for yourself. Totally. And if you have something to say about all of this, um, don't hesitate to message us. Um, depending on the nature of it, we might not read it on the show. So just keep that in mind. Um, but, you know, if, if you have questions or if you need to, you know, voice your opinion about this stuff, drop us a line or uh, check out our Discord. Um, the discussion in our Discord in the Heroes of the Storm channel is actually really good. It's great. Um, none of... If, if you're looking for a place where people aren't being, like, super outlandish and cruel and toxic, you know, like, that that's a good place to go. Um, people have just been pouring their hearts out and working through some, some uh, confusing emotions and, and heartbreak and, and stuff like that. So if you're looking for something like that, uh, this isn't... A, this I mean, this is a Discord plug, but it's not, like, for real. Like, I was really, really proud of everybody who participated in the conversations that have been going on about Heroes of the Storm in our Discord. So, yeah. like, I would I would recommend it. Anyway, um, yeah, so we'll come back to this. Uh, but in the meantime, Thorne, what have you been up to in Blizzard Gaming? Uh, I finished my Overwatch placements. Congrats. Um, yep, I'm still in, in gold, and I'm fine with that. I I, I think I, ne- I need to work myself back up to Platinum um, a couple of seasons in a row to, to earn the spot back up there. I know that's where I am able to get. And I think I can earn it, but I think I need to do that and you devote the time. You just need to work. Yeah. You better work, bitch. You want a platinum rating? You want to go <laughs> figure skating? You better work, bitch. You want to well, go I weapon? Was, I was you wondering what you are going to... Eat some... Sh- sh- weapon. What? <laughs> <laughs> what rhymes with weapon? Uh, weapon? Schweppen? Schweppen? What? Schweppes? Peppen? Schweppes? Is that like a ginger ale? Schweppes is a ginger ale, yeah. You, you want to go weapon? You want to drink some of that Cristal Schweppen? Cristal Schweppen? Cristal Schweppen. <laughs> Canada Dry is the champagne of ginger ale. Is it? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> That's not a biased opinion at all, I'm sure, right? Ah, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Whatever. Canada Dry. Ginger fail. Canada Moist. Um... That's a whole entirely other different thing. <laughs> yeah, so placements were really fun. I actually did all ten in a row one night, and uh, whoa! At the eight, at the the eight match mark, it was starting to get a little like I was like, "Wow, I'm eight in." I guess I I guess I might as well finish these now. Eight inches deep. And gangsted them. Yep. So yeah. Um, the group that I did placements with, though, was a really good synergy. So I had a three stack, and it was great to do, to do that. I was, I'm actually surprised that I didn't rank a little higher. Um, but again, I'm okay with that. Well, hashtag um, Yeah. Other than that, um, a little bit more Breath of the Wild, where I've found some time, because obviously those sorts of things are hard to do during the weekdays. Um, but last night, I did fight a giant flying dragon. Whoa. And it was pretty dope. Hey, grats, man. And I won. Thank you. Oh. What about you? What have you been up to this week, Fist? I've gone back to fire. Yay! Do you feel at home? Yay! <laughs> it feels good, man. It feels fucking good. Okay. So feels good, man. I switched to Frost at the beginning of Old Deer because Raid Leader said so. Everybody knew that fire was on the very bottom, like like, like second from the bottom of DPS. Mm-hmm. Like worst mage spec for PVE at the time. And so uh, I changed because that's, you know, what a good little range DPS does right, when their yeah. raid leader d- says something. It was really hard to get used to it. Um, my dear friend Coltrane helped me out. He he, uh, he logged on with me one night and, like, he gave me all of the right add-ons and he showed me what to do. And it was really sweet because he took me to the training dummies and he's like explaining things to me and then he'd make me like repeat it back to him (laughs) and then i'd do it and then he'd watch me and he'd be so encouraging like he's just like the anyway you all know how wonderful coltrane is but anyway so i really appreciated that and i loved frost um it was great like seeing the numbers go up with like aoe and of course old deer has a buttload of trash and a lots of uh lots of opportunities during boss encounters to use big old aoe spells and that was great but to just yeet him out there, I yeeted, I frost yeeted like fuck. But um, <laughs> the problem was like as as satisfying as it is to like send an ice orb or a frost orb into 
a bunch of asshole alliance people and BGs. Um, it just it just didn't feel like it just didn't feel good. I mean, yeah. it felt good, but it didn't because I I learned to PvP as a fire mage. Yeah, and so just my reaction time was lowered severely because I you know it's one thing to stand back in PVE and do your frost mage rotation, but it's quite another to like figure out. It, it takes a lot of practice to figure out like what spell to use and when when you're fighting like a, a non NPC. Of course. And have with, you done any PvP since going back to fire yet? Uh, no, not yet. Ooh, that's gonna be good. But yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to getting back into into the swing of things with PvP, and um, I just it just it feels it feels good to be to be back. I guess. Feels like, good, man. Yeah, it feels good, man. It's like putting on putting on an old t-shirt that fits real well after wearing like a Wendy's uniform for a few months. Is Wendy working today? Is Wendy working today? Oh, so for us, um, today we had our Blood of the Scribe holiday party at the Gallywicks Pleasure Palace. Thank you to everybody who was there. We really appreciate it. Um, we didn't get the hugest turnout this year, but... Uh, it, was a, it was a good amount by the end. It was honestly. a good amount by the end, yeah. We went two hours. Yeah, and it I, was good shit. We expected to do about half of that, Yeah, and but it's it was just, just rolling, and it was a good time. So. Totally. We and had Plug DJ going... Playlists rolling. That's right. We were at the uh, Gallywicks Pleasure Palace, which, uh, as is our custom. Yes, and uh, it was so nice to hang out with you guys in voice. The um, gifts were flowing. Yeah, flowing. Um, last night we did the LBS. We talked about weird news. It was a strange time for everybody. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, we had a good time. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's been a it's been a good week, but it's also been a very bad week been a very strange couple of days in the blizzard community yeah so we're gonna try our best to give you a good old-fashioned an old-fashioned an old-fashioned <laughs> no, no, old a, a good old-fashioned positive lagging balls episode <laughs> we are not trying to downplay anybody's pain no or or anything that happened or may have happened or will happen we're not doing that but like we we get it you know but here in this episode, you know, despite everything that happened with Heroes of the Storm, there's still so much goodness in Blizzard. There's still so much goodness in the games that we love. And there's still so much goodness in this community. And that is why we are here. Right. So, let's, let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Fucking do it. Let's fucking go. Do let's, it. Let's, let's talk fucking go. Let's go. Let's talk about World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Yeah. LB Newsline. News you can use, unless you refuse. Hello, everybody. Welcome to World of Warcraft News. <laughs> it's good here. We talk about WoW News. New bumper. God. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hello. Okay, so um Hello, and welcome to World of Warcraft News. Hello, and welcome. Yesterday there was dev Q&A with Lore and Ian Hasakostis. We are not going to go through everything that they talked about, but they covered a lot of Mythic Plus stuff. Titan Residue, legendary items, class design, island expeditions, war modes, war fronts, heart of Azeroth, and artifact knowledge. Mm. A veritable cornucopia of things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we'll have the link to the video in the show notes. And uh, check out Wowhead or MMO Champion or what have you uh, for abridged versions, some TLDRs on it. Um, we we're not the sort of show that goes through like notes at length unless it's like like I don't want to say interesting because it's all interesting. Of course. And it's all very important to us as WoW players, of course. But we're not the sort of show to go through like stats and shit. No, we're not what you would call a cerebral intelligent academic show. Right. No, no. No. This show is not that. <laughs> it is the opposite of all of those things that I said. Yes. Whatever those uh, things are that are opposite of that. Yes. 
Indubitably, so, my good sir. So what what would we like to talk about from the Q&A then? I do want to talk about the elixir of tongues. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds like our kind of elixir. <laughs> I'm in a weird fucking mood, okay? I can tell. I don't fucking know what's going on. <laughs> I think I had a little bit of chocolate. Uh-oh. I, I said a little bit, and then I had a handful of Tic Tacs. I thought you were going to say, and then I had a little bit more. And then I had a little more. And then a little bit more. And then a little bit more. No. I No. 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 I didn't. The Elixir of Tongues. It allows you to comprehend the common language of the opposite faction for one hour. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Uh, what the fuck? Let's... Let's... Okay. So, this item um, was, like, technically... Or not technically added on December 14th, 2018... After a security fix in a large patch broke the use of a roleplay add-on known as CrossRP, which allowed users to communicate with consenting members of the opposite faction. Interesting. Ian said um, that uh, when concerns about the add-on and its continued functionality were brought up and answer were answered, uh, it was followed by a hot fix, and they added this this item in. So the the add-on broke. And so um, the RP communities were understandably upset about that. Of course. So they added in this item. It was interesting, though, because um, Jeremy Fiesel tweeted the other day, fun fact, the Elixir of Tongues has been in the game since Classic, an ancient alchemy recipe that never made it. Until today, it had the description text, this potion has no effect until we put languages in. Whoa. Isn't that cool? That is cool. That's like dusting off a tasty old relic and stuffing it right in your mouth. <laughs> like when a I was relic? digging in the sandbox <laughs> in grade three, and I found a half-eaten well, fucking, I think it was a Snickers bar? Ew. Yeah. And I ate it. Oh, God. No, fuck you guys. I ate it. Like, no. When you're a little kid, and you find chocolate in the sand, <laughs> how are you not going to eat it? How are you not going to? How could you not do it? Tell me a way. Give me a way. I'm laughing because it's the truth. I'd fucking eat it too as a kid. Of course. Kids are stupid. Yes. And chocolate's amazing. Yes, chocolate is the only thing that fucking matters when you're chocolate is the currency of life at that age. Do you guys remember Chocolate Boy from Hey Arnold? That was me. (laughs) Chocolate little ants and a chocolate little line. All right, so let's talk about this thing. So, yeah, the item is sold by Fizzy Liver Zapper in the underbelly of Dalaran in Legion. The base price is 30 gold, but the price is reduced with Kieran Tor's reputation, the lowest being 23 gold. This elixir stacks to 200. It can be traded and sold on the auction house and has a minimum requirement of character level 5. There's no cooldown once the elixir is used, and a 60-minute buff is started on your character. The buff persists through death and logging off. When you have the elixir tongues buff, you have the opposing faction common language available in your chat language options. It only works in yell and say, aka when the language is actually spoken, and does not translate any other languages. Nice. So... What do you think? Okay, so... From an RP point of view, which I don't really have, I would. I always say this. I would really love to RP sometime. Yeah, I'm totally. going to do it someday. But um, if I was an RPer and I was relying on an add-on to be more immersed in my, the game that I'm playing, and you know, further the story that I'm trying to tell and communicate with uh, friends and shit. I would be I would be upset that it was broken, so I would want this. And this like this would mean a lot to me. I probably wouldn't be crazy about paying for it, but I can't imagine how often this would come up, you know? Yeah. Cuz like all of this is it's consent. You don't have to drink this if you don't want to, and you don't have to see what other people are saying to you if you don't want to. Right. And if you don't like what you're seeing while you've drank it, you just Exactly. click off the effect. So like obviously you know, there's a lot of potential for toxicity and stuff like that, but you have to know what you're getting into when you drink it. So, you know, and it's not like you've never seen toxicity in WoW before. Right. Because people talk shit about each other. So I imagine people, people in PvP would only want this if they want to talk smack to the other side. 
and therefore are probably okay with having smack talk to them because yeah. that's the reason they have it on. Absolutely. I would imagine that. I didn't think of that though. Like if you can drink that in BGs, like random BGs. Yeah. See, and, and why wouldn't you be able to? And why wouldn't you be able to? But like, that's gonna like, what if, okay, what if you go in there and you've got a team and it's this random team and you go in and I'm just going to keep repeating the same thing that I'm saying. Cause you've got a team and it's random. You go in there. <laughs> What if somebody on your team drinks this and they spend the whole time just like, I don't know, listening to what people are saying about us and like reporting it back and like, cause you know when you, you, you go into a BG and everybody on your team starts shit talking each other and then you inevitably lose because people are spending more time yeah. like shit posting rather right. than doing mechanics and like working together to achieve one goal. That's going to suck. Because it's just, it's like a distraction, you know? Yeah, there's already too much of that that happens on your own side. Exactly. So for random BGs, this is probably a very bad thing yeah. overall. At least it will be at first. And I imagine that it might be longer term. Yeah. Um, it's good that it's an elixir instead of a potion though, right? Yes. Can you imagine how bad this would be if it was a potion and you had to like stack 200 of them and then re-drink it every time you die? Oh, God. So that's good, at least. Yeah, that's good. Um, I imagine in, like, rated battlegrounds, there's some primo trash talk between the the factions. I wonder if they'd, like, if you joined a group, it'd be like, hey, if you have Elixir of Tongues, don't use it, or you'll get kicked. Oh, there's definitely going to be stuff around this. I feel like it's more so going to be, like, people who try to, like, troll the other major cities or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, or, you know, Ian was saying in the Q&A, like, if you have friends who are playing the opposite faction, you can both choose to drink this stuff and talk to each other. Right. Like, even though, you can, you know, you can talk to each other on Bnet, you can talk to each other through communities and stuff, like, if the choice is, is there now, like, the choice, the choice is yours, no, the power <laughs> is yours, yours, yours. What's that We're from? the Planeteers, oh. and you can be one, too. Oh. Because saving our planet is the thing, thing to, to do. do. Looting and polluting is, is not, not the way. way. Hear what Captain Planet has, has to, to say. say. I like your little... I jizzed in my shorts, 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 shorts. What? <laughs> he w- was he wearing shorts? He was wearing like a little bodysuit with no legs. he was wearing... Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, if no you pants. hear um, purring, it's because my little kitten who just got um, fixed is uh on my desk so apologies dear listener for the pleasant sound in your ears was she broken um n- <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke motherfucker. um what was i saying yeah captain planet bodysuit right shorts. captain planet like little shorts anyway and the really 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 bad mullet oh green mullet i love that was, show though it was a bad mullet too, it like taught me about the environment that and the Smoggies. Do my Canadian friends out there remember the Smoggies? The Smoggies. Yeah. I always thought it was weird that the show was called the Smoggies instead of the Sun Tots, because the Sun Tots were like the good guys and the Smoggies were the bad guys. Interesting. It was very interesting. There was that one Sun Tot who was really fucking hot. Like, <laughs> she was taller than everybody else and she had that bouncy ass hair. Ooh, bouncy hair. Yeah. Tell me more. What the stongo? Good Canadian bouncy hair. Like that? I'm gonna go with yes. I'm 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 deviating. This show is so bad so far. Like it is so like I am just this is not I'm sorry everybody. You guys are gonna rethink your use of elixir of tongues to hear this show. I just like how sexy that is. Elixir of tongues. Elixir of tongues. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new and wow? <laughs> um, so speaking of winged foxes, the Vulpine, Vulpine, Vulpine Familiar is the newest mount that you can buy at the Blizzard shop. Not the Blizzard store, because that's IRL stuff. The Blizzard shop is in-game stuff. <laughs> I learned that today. Um, <laughs> today I learned. Today I learned at uh, the Blizzard shop, you can buy the Vulpine Familiar. It's a big blue fox with wings 
and jewels. With wangs. It's pretty. Uh, and the, the description says, the fox that won't trick you. Fiercely intelligent and insatiably curious, this species of fox has traveled the great dark beyond to seek the companionship of the greatest heroes in Azeroth. Vulpine familiars are born daredevils, and any one of them make great companion on your adventures throughout Azeroth and beyond. It is 32 USD dollars. Wait. Yeah, 32 US dollars. Dollars. I have one question. What's your question? What does the fox say? Um, I don't, I don't know. I do believe it is. <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> Never, That's ever. the best d- one from the song, though. No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It um, is the best one. Yeah, so this it's fox. so ridiculous. Like, it is gorgeous. It's just something about like the eyes and the color. It just it really stands out. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's very very eye catching. What is um, it you said before? It's you said this to me before the show. Like it doesn't even it doesn't even look like the normal. Yeah. It doesn't look like it. It's from Wow. It looks like from from something else. I don't know. It's beautiful. It, it's really gorgeous. I know a lot of people are really stoked on it. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna get one or not. You're going to get one. Yeah, I'm going to get one. Don't well, be ridiculous. Of course I am. It's just... It's really, it's, You're going to get one. <laughs> it's got... um, It's got those wings that don't show up unless it's in the air. Oh, yeah. Awesome. What else has that? I like those. Oh, the fucking... The, the Quillen. Yeah, the Quillen. I love that about the Quillen, too. I don't know. What else is also still on the gear... I mean, Blizzard Shop. See, I almost did it. The Blizzard Shop is my favorite mount, the Swift Windsteed. Ah, yes. I recommend that one. That one's the best one. The Windsteed. The Windsteed. The Swift Windsteed. It's the best one. And Is that you still sh- your favorite mount? Fuck yeah. It's my favorite flying mount. Faux show. What's your favorite ground mount? White Riding Talbuk. Nice. Yes. They're very similar. That's been I your favorite for a very long time. Yeah, I worked my ass off for that shit back in the day. No, ro- no regrets. <laughs> no regrets at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, again, if you want to look at all of the things that was that were discussed on the dev Q&A on Friday, check out Wowhead, check out MMO Champion, uh, check out the video, we'll have the link to that in the show notes, and I don't know, if uh, you've got some WoW players in your life, pick them up a Volpine Familiar for Christmas. Yeah. Or the holidays, or whatever, or what have you, or just, you know. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Let's go to Overwatch! Woo! It's Halloween. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Oi! We're in Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know. If you're going to do your shitty British accent, then I get to do my shitty Australian accent. No, I don't think that we should do accents. <laughs> it's not fair. If somebody wants to, like try to imitate the way i talk i would love to hear that though yes that'd be great so i actually asked the australian the aussie channel in our discord if they were um if they were like offended by my my shitty australian accent were they just to make sure no australians don't really get offended that easily that's true they are like they're they they are a real example of the way that things should be you know that's why we love us some 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 Aussie goodness. I fucking love strands. Fuck. Anyway, we've got some. Uh, uh, <laughs> we've got some updates. Um, some good and some bad. Okay. Some good and some bad. Okay. What? So, what? What happened? All right. Uh, here's a good one. So for Ash, Bob will now have a golden tint when Ash equips her golden weapon. Whoa. Yeah. Golden tint. Golden man, take me by the hand, lead me to the land. <laughs> Sorry. Holy fuck, what is wrong what with is me? Going I, on my right brain now. is broken, okay? My brain's all broken, but I'm feeling all right. I feel like I'm choking, but I'm feeling What is that from? <laughs> this reference I'm not getting. I'm sorry, it's because it's Canadian. Um You remember that band Len and Steal My Sunshine? Yes. That was their follow up song. They had a follow-up song? Exactly. (laughs) So, Golden Bob. uh, The developers said their final technical audit on Ash's character package allowed them to implement a feature that they talked about several times during Bob's production. Making him part of Ash's golden weapon was a great way to celebrate their favorite big omnic butler. Is that what Bob stands for? Big 
Omnic butt. Oh, big Omnic butt. Big Omnic Bob. Is there Bob porn? I'm going to find out after the show. There is absolutely Bob porn. Are you, you need to ask that question. Oh, Rule my God. 34. Okay. Oh, oh, God. Battery-operated boyfriend? There's absolutely Bob porn. Are you kidding me? So, like, every time ass is just like, you know, she's like, <laughs> Bob, do something. And then he does. <laughs> oh, he does. Because he's B-O-B. He do. He's Bob, and he is golden, and he is on vibrate, baby. Does Bob got the booty? <laughs> He do. <laughs> I'm gonna alt. I'm gonna alt. Bob, do something. <laughs> Fuck, that's hot. I'm gonna find that porn. He's got afterwards. that big mustache. Oh, <laughs> Omnic mustache, right? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Fuck. Why do you think he's well dressed? <laughs> so he presents well. Bob, do something. Mmm. Bob, don't stop doing anything. You know how, like in the old, uh, the old cartoons, when like a character is like determined they like push their hat forward and then they mm-hmm. march forward i feel like that's bob and in, in like do something yeah mode. bob's unstoppable man Ooh, bobby all right um where was i uh it's a good way to celebrate their favorite big omnic butler and let players show off their ha- hard earned competitive points your hard earned competitive, competitive hey. points each time they summon him onto the battlefield nice or the bedroom <laughs> Golden Bob in Ooh, the bedroom. I want big golden Bob between the sheets. All right, let's go on to uh, Daddy Torbjorn. Molten core damage increased from 130 to 160 per second. Was that really necessary? Oh, uh, uh, molten core. <coughs> Can you imagine if you started coughing uncontrollably when you molten cored? That would suck. So um, they, the developer said, while molten core damage pools were intended to provide players with tools for a, an area did not area denial they weren't proving threatening enough to deter enemies for a significant amount of time because their damage was too low really honestly i wasn't even ever afraid of it really yeah i've i've died to those a handful of times i've died to those like enough times to have a a healthy fear of them well now you've got to be more scared of them yeah that's why i don't like that there's more yeah well (laughs) more even more damage now that sucks um, here's something that I'm not happy about. For Soldier, Tactical Visor no longer makes Helix rockets lock onto enemies. Uh, the developer said uh, the intent of Tactical Visor is to make Soldier 76 unable to miss during its duration. However, Helix rockets have travel time, and so if they are fired directly at an enemy after locking on, they would often miss a moving target at further ranges. This allows players to freely aim Helix rockets uh. while still auto-aiming his primary fire. So I think we disagree on this one. I think this is a good change. Why? Well, it sounds like the way that they just mentioned it, that some, it says it would miss a moving target anyway. So what, what was the point of it auto-locking on if it's going to miss? I mean, because if... It sounds like, you you in essence, you lose control. Because what, what target's going to be standing still anyway? So Idiots. If you're going to be... <laughs> you got to pick off the weak ones, man. Don't you know sh- about life? <laughs> nature? <laughs> the Darwin rules of, yeah. of Overwatch? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way that life is. That's nature. Okay. In game. Fair enough. Pick off the ones that need to get good still. Well, I feel like, you know, as a, when you're playing Soldier, you are accustomed to needing to aim those things anyway. So it doesn't really change your play style with that. Sure. It actually gives you more control. <sighs> I, I don't know. I need to think about this still. I don't like it. <laughs> I like to lock on with my Helix rockets. No, sir. I don't like it. And I've never gotten any complaints neither. All right. Hey-o. Brigitte. Shield Bash no longer can travel or stun targets through barriers. Thank you. Thank God. Papa Jeff. Thank you. Uh, damage reduced from 50 to 5. Hmm. Five. Good, because it didn't need to be fucking fifty. A, no, a, it did not. Like a movement augmentation, a stun, and good damage. Yeah. Basically, you get fucked. It's already stunning for far too long to begin with. Yes. So. I've been I've been swearing quite a lot tonight. It's okay. Is it okay? Yeah, we have a profane rating on here. Yeah, okay. we're good. Um, but get this, Inspire, cooldown reduced from 1.5 seconds to 1 second. Duration increased from 5 seconds to 6 seconds, and total healing increased from 80 to 100. It's actually an increase. Yes, so we've got a nerf buff on our hands. <laughs> I love to get nerfed and get buffed. <laughs> 
Bob? Bob, please do something. <laughs> right now. Um, so the... the, 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 the Oh. oh, yes. Really? The developer said, Brigitte Shieldbass, bath. Oh my god. <laughs> the shield bath, huh? Brigitte Lindholm's shield bash is a strong ability that often feels difficult to counter. Hmm. Quite. Quite, yes. This change will offer new options for counterplay, enabling shield tanks to better protect themselves and their teammates. Reducing its damage reduces her total stun combo damage potential while still allowing Whipshot and her basic melee attacks to retain their full strength. Brigitte is a tank-healer hybrid, and lately we've been reducing her effectiveness by lowering the power of her non-healing functionality. We want to make sure she is still a viable pick, so we're increasing her uptime of her Inspire passive ability to help improve her overall healing output. Fair. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So we'll see how this goes. I think that... <gasps> The shield bash thing is very good. Yeah, not being able to do it through barriers is a yeah excellent change. Because like, what what was the fucking point of barriers if we're just gonna get shit on? There, you know, there's still plenty of things that go through the barriers. I mean, yeah, I understand the thought process thought process of it to begin with. Um, but I it doesn't make a lot of uh, I don't know. It was just too strong that way, yeah. honestly. Like, and like the things that went through the barrier, like Symmetra's balls, you know. Yeah, Balls. got it. You know that's that can go through barriers. I got it. It's fine. Um, I'll just move out Winston's, of the way. Shit. Winston's cannon, yes, goes and through. Uh, Moira's balls and her her alt and stuff. But like, yep. none of them were as are as devastating as that fucking shield bash was. Right. So you know, fuck. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, and now it's not like she can't still stun an enemy Reinhardt out of holding his shield in front of his team, but. She has to step behind the shield to do that, yeah. which means that she opens her up herself up to the rest of his team behind that shield who should be melting that Brigitte down. Yes. Melt her down. So um, before we get into Overwatch League news, let's do an Overwatch plus Overwatch League hybrid piece uh-huh. of news. Ooh, oh. ooh, ooh, ooh. Transition news. So on the, P- <laughs> <laughs> on the PTR, everybody's going to hate me after this episode. Um, on the PTR... You can now get home and away skins for your favorite Overwatch League skins. That's and, it. And, and the eight new teams are now featured in there as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you want some gorgeous pink and blue spark home and away skins? Those spark skins are dope. Oh, do I want a pink Reaper and Reinhardt and Genji oh my and God. everything? It reminds me of like Barbie accessories in the 90s and nice it, there's just something so fucking pleasing about the color scheme and seeing it on these characters and just it's refreshing you know it is like a pastel pink huh yeah it's a very it's That's very pastel 80s. pink and like a sky blue and a white and like yeah it's like late it's 80s early quote 90s. unquote girly but it's also just really really refreshing to see a color palette like that in a in a in a in a video game you know and i gotta tell you what I don't. I don't know that I feel like it's girly. Like I feel like there's so many things in this game already, and you know who else is really good at that? Heroes of the Storm. Yep. Heroes of the Storm is great about having like super over the top girly stuff. Yep. Like super pink bows, sparkles. I love like dressing that. like the friggin' space princess riding on a giant heart gem. Yes. Fuck yes. Yes. I mean I that stuff girl, was amazing. Yeah. And I loved to rock that. My one of my favorite skins in the game um, is Vala. Um, as the pink cowgirl <laughs> with a big pink mount. It, oh, it's spectacular to just completely destroy people in this like super pretty pink yeah. skin. And it's so be, I can't wait to get that. a gigantic Reinhardt pink skin. Like right? that's going to be the oh, first one I so get. so fucking pink. I love it. And like, I think everybody's going to want these skins. Like, I've, I think we've said this before on the show, but like Spark is killing it. Right now, just their whole aesthetic is adorable, yeah. and like, I hope they're really good. <laughs> yeah, and and it seems like the culture within Overwatch League itself, people just love flowers and pink and rainbow and sparkles, and it's just I love it. It's wholesome. It's it's the best. Anyway, also those those um I just played a few rounds before this, and the away skins are in. Oh, live. they're in already. They're not even on the PTR. Well, the obviously not for the new expansion teams, right? But all of the skins that I've already purchased. For my various heroes, if I already have the home skin, I just got all the away skins yes. for counterparts. The away equivalent is unlocked, 
automatically. Uh, and that's awesome because they look really good. Totally. Um, uh, if you don't have them, it only costs 100 tokens to get. Um, so at this point... Which I think it's $5. I think so. I believe that's $5. So at this point, there are currently 312 home, skin, home team skins in Overwatch, with more set to debut in the upcoming Season 2 expansion. Um, so that's 624 total skins that you can now purchase uh, as far as Overwatch League goes. That's awesome. That's fucking sweet. And I love that because like you can just just customize the way that you love and it just it gives you a sense of identity in the game and I really appreciate that. Yeah. So. Just one last thing on that. I feel like I love the intimidation factor of those skins. Like I have these really awesome like for when I when I rock Reinhardt, I have this awesome um, NYXL skin for him. And now the away version of that is really bitchin'. Nice. It's white with like these like bluish stripes that just works so well for the NYXL branding. It just looks so fucking cool. NYXL does have really great branding. It's awesome branding, and so I just feel like it's like this really great intimidation factor. And so when you rock one of those, somebody's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> Like, obviously, I'm not a pro, and not at all, <laughs> but it's cool to look like one. Hell yeah! And to feel like one. Never. <laughs> Let's move on to Overwatch League. Speaking of pros, huh? That's a segue. The world could always use more heroes. Here's the latest Overwatch League updates. All right, this is fucking sweet. So the first ever home game in Overwatch League history is happening April 27th and 28th next year, um, and it's going to be in Northern Texas, hosted by the Dallas Fuel. That's spectacular. My favorite team. Yeet, yeet, get yeeted. It's yeetness. It is yeetness, boys and girls. So um, this is, like I said, the first game that will, uh, like a mid-season, like a regular season game that will happen anywhere other than Los Angeles. I guess like the only exception of that was the grand finals in Brooklyn. But uh, anyway, so uh, it's being hosted in Allen, Texas. That's apparently a suburb to North Dallas. Okay. I've never been to Texas. I've never been there. Um so it won't be just a single Dallas Fuel home game. There'll be a total of eight regular season matches taking place. And uh, it's going to sort of culminate in the battle for Texas, the Dallas Fuel versus the Houston Outlaws in actual Texas. It's going to be lit AF. Hot damn. So Saturday, we got Paris versus London, Hangzhou versus Chengdu, Houston versus Seoul, Los Angeles Valiant versus Dallas, and then uh, Hangzhou versus Eternal, Chengdu versus London, Seoul versus Valiant, and then the Battle for Texas. Um, so it's going to be fucking sweet. And during the whole weekend, there's going to be like autograph signings and sponsor exhibitions and family friendly activities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Awesome. I'm not saying that I'm going. But I'm going. So are you? <laughs> awesome. Going to Texas. Woohoo! You know what I love most going about Texas? Texas. <laughs> what? The show Dallas from the seventies. <laughs> I love that show. When I was a kid, fucking some channel started playing repeats, and I watched the whole thing. Really? Oh yes. I've definitely never seen that show. The best part about that show is the theme song. Sorry. I know that. It's funny. There's there's like a few of those like late 70s shows theme songs I know from like early early childhood just because they would like be on yeah. around me as an infant yeah and in, in the later uh seasons they added like a Ooh, oh oh yeah. oh it was like that it was like that anyway uh fuck people don't yeah. think that it be like it is but it do but it do it do oh it do let's uh speaking of which let's go to hearthstone gather around the fire pull out your cards and show me what you got hearthstone news What's going on in Hearthstone today? The Rumble Runs, yeah, bitches! Rumble Run? The Rumble Run. Rumble Run. 
It is a single Bob player mode. <laughs> Ooh, no, that's not single player. Put Bob on. Unless Bob doesn't count as a player. It is. Player. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> I want a Bob. Anyway, what? <laughs> so the Rumble Run is a single player mode similar to Monster Hunt or Dungeon Run. Oh, good. Basically, um, you face opposing Rumble teams in a series of challenges, and along the way, you're gathering new cards and powers for your Rumble Run deck. I love when my deck rumbles. The rumble deck. Um, So basically, here's how it works. When you start off, you make some choices. And those choices put you on a track. And that track leads you to victory. Victory! So basically, you start by selecting a shrine. Uh And then uh, each one of them is is dedicated to one of the nine Loa. Uh And then you get a starter deck of ten cards that Uh complement that Loa's abilities. And then the shrines themselves are on your side and they begin in play at each match and instead of being destroyed they go dormant and return to the field after three turns so they're kind of the key piece and I I don't really know I haven't played it yet so I don't know exactly what they do but each one of them is different so it does kind of different things and um, benefits you in different ways that sort of thing so I'm sure a lot of this is very strategic and it seems like there's a lot of levels to it sure because you want to, since they're so key, you want to keep your opponents out of play as much as possible, and you want to defend your own. So each time you overcome a challenge and basically like win a round, you uh, get opportunities to make your deck and therefore the team stronger. So I can, love making my deck stronger. Yeah, you gotta make your deck stronger all the time for the team constantly. Yeah, put put them in, coach. <laughs> so you can earn cards that support your playstyle. You can get special opportunities to recruit uh, unique to Rumble Run teammate minions with powerful abilities or the abilities to upgrade your shrine. So I'm excited to get there in there and try this one out because it's a really um, unique take on the stuff. Very involved. And there's there's so many, like, I forget the math. They actually put the math in the article, but there's, like, hundreds of of combinations of, like, the shrine Loa stuff. So there's there's a lot to it, and it sounds like a really good time. I love having good times. I like to have fun. I like to have fun. Let's move on to question of the week. We asked, you answered. Here's our question of the week. <laughs> hello, guys. Last week I asked you guys, you guys, hello, guys. What, uh, guys. You guys, last week I asked you guys, what categories would you add to the Game Award? What categories would you add to the awards? At the Game Awards. Ah. And you guys went to the Discord. You went to the channel that says Question of the Week, and you answered thusly. <laughs> Lord Shaper says, best not safe for work moment in a video game. Ooh. Ooh good choice. Good choice. Ooh, Starting out strong. Shaper, good stuff. Uh. Who Cares Bear said, don't really watch the awards, but is there a best side character awards? I feel like there's a lot of awards for the full games and not so much for the smaller roles. So I would vote for Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite. Unlike other characters that get in your way, she runs to cover and throws you ammo like the true baller. Yeah. Yeah, like a supporting character role. Hell yeah. I can find that, sure. Multizord, a.k.a. Knife, says, I'd add a category that just called Blizzard Games and list them all out because they're the only ones that matter. That's right. That's what's You're right. you damn right. That's what's right. That's what's right. Ameritine says, I want to see a category that rewards the dev or the dev team that's best handled a toxic player base. Oh. Best shutdown of trolls in the comic section, comment section on YouTube, video, or community forums. Or most tasteful beratement of assholes on Twitter. Or just something <laughs> that recognizes the most subtle yet devastating way to totally fucking wreck an entitled, whiny, toxic group of players. <laughs> that's Fuck spectacular. Yes, that, that is like a Herculean fucking endeavor and people deserve awards for that shit that's amazing yes big fish says oh that's game watch today yay game watch today that's awesome we love oh game watch today oh my god i love game watch today guys Everybody- if you're not you should definitely follow game watch today on all social media platforms yes. game lots watch of today. fun all really great sense of humor totally fun he's the best and he's got a heart of fucking gold he really does he's the sweetest guy fucking i love you oh you're not supposed to tell people you're sweet Oh, Just shit. tell him that he's that he's funny. He was sour. Yes, he's sour and funny. And real sweet. <laughs> he says they should make the Jeff Kaplan Developer Update Award. Since the dev update videos are becoming more popular, and let's face it, no one can top Papa Jeff updates, but it would encourage more devs not to be weird, shadowy figures that no one gives two shits about. Also, <laughs> only JK can hand out the award 
to some pleb dev that doesn't actually deserve it. Thank you and good day. That's right. <laughs> it's like, I'll give you my award, bitch, but you ain't earned it until you have wrestled me to death. Oh, God. <laughs> which will not happen because you wrestle with Jeff. You must prepare for death. Right. De- death. <laughs> death. Spaz Wesson says, in the Intro Developer Kaplan Championship, the award goes to a developer with the community thinks can take on Jeff Kaplan, the reigning champion. The winner gets a chance to wrestle Jeff live on stage for the belt. Oh, oh God. Uh, apropos. They would all die. It would be a bloodbath. The winner gets to die. Yeah. Arsenic says, the thick award for dankest booty in a video game. Dankest booty. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Faya says, the Easter egg award. So I'm sure there are still Easter eggs in Vanilla WoW that were never found and probably in many other games. Perhaps after a set time, like 20 years after a game was released, if an Easter egg was not found, it is reviewed and the most creative one gets the award for best hidden Easter egg. And to qualify, it has to be something that could have been found to avoid developers trying to make the list by making it impossible to get it to. Oh, and another award. The Swalinko Award for the fittest game developer. Maybe it's determined this maybe it's deter- determined in the style of American Ninja Warrior show. Nice, I like it. I would love that. Hell yeah. Those are both good ideas. I would love that. Schoon says there most likely likely is something similar already, but mine would be the Silent Savior Award. Someone who's gone out of their way to do something great for an individual or a community. There are many lonely people out there who find refuge in communities or guilds or groups. I had someone tell me once that my acceptance of them in my guild straight stayed them from suicide and that was incredibly humbling wow whoa holy crap they found a community and it meant the world for them and that meant the world to me i feel even the smallest kind of gesture smallest of kind gestures has the biggest impact and always seek to do this in real life or online the winners of this award would be presented the awards by the person who put them forward for it if they wished mental health is so important to us all and i'd love to see the good deeds of people internet personalities or not on full display to be rewarded and encouraged that's oh what a wholesome answer definitely that was so beautiful good on you schoon hell yeah guys these answers were great thank you so much for answering you guys are so creative and funny yeah i love it, it makes me feel like shit no what, just kidding what should the new question of the week be Thith? the new question of the week is if you could design a warcraft mount what would it be just feel free <laughs> that's it just feel free to embellish you know like would it be an animal a robot a flying car what would it look like what colors would it be what would the mount special be? What, is it flying? Is it non-flying? Is it swimming? Like, what? Like, what, I like it. What? Like, if Warcraft came out with your ideal, perfect, fucking perfect for you mount, what would it be? I love it. Mine would be like, like a Bob, beautiful right? white goat <laughs> with. A beard and horns and wing. Actually, you know what? Why always got to be about race? You know what I would love? I would love a white riding towel book. <laughs> you just ignored that. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. A white riding towel book. Um, I don't like the new, the quote unquote, like, well, it's hard to say like the new tailbook model because it's actually the old tailbook model because it's the prehistoric tailbooks. Okay. But the tailbooks from uh, fucking. Warlords? No. The Was it Legion? No. I like the Talbucks from... I like the Talbucks from BC, the ones that you get in Grand. Yeah. So the ones that look like goats, not like weird horse things. <laughs> I don't like those. I don't, li- I don't like them. I don't like them. <laughs> I like the long-legged, pissed-off-looking... Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. <laughs> the long-legged goat ones that you get in... Anyway. So one of those, <laughs> except the models just update, updated a little bit, okay. just to make it look a little bit more polished, but I want it to look the same, except I want the white one with the black stripes and the blue eyes, and then I want it to have, like, beautiful feathery Pegasus wings. Wow. And when it flies, it sparkles trail. Wow. That's what I want. You know, that's not far off from the new Wonder William mount in Heroes of the Storm. I know, but it's still not what I want. That's what I want. Isn't that close, though? That's got to be close. It's all right. It's not, it's not goaty enough. Okay, fair enough, but... It's got to look like a goat. In other... Or I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I dig that you like what you want. Yeah, I, I know what I like. I know what I like. I've thought about this. Well, I like it. So, the new question of the week is, if you could design a Warcraft mount, what would it be yes send us an email at laggingballs at gmail.com or join our discord the link will be in the show notes and you can go to the channel question of the week and answer your question there and we will read it on the show so we don't have any feedback this week um it's been a fucking week you guys i think we'll just end it here 
Um, apologies for the weirdness this week. Actually, no. Because if I start apologizing for that now, I'm going to be apologizing every week. So, you know. But I just, again, want to say we are here for you guys if you are hurting. We are here for you guys if you want to chat or talk about it. We are here for you. Um, we are not, again, trying to downplay anybody's hurt feelings or apprehension or confusion about any of the things that happened this week. Um, we just... <sighs> I don't know about Thorne, but I just want to remind everybody that there is still good in this community and in the Blizzard world and within Blizzard itself. And Blizzard has stood by us, not us specifically, but this community at our worst, and they continue to do so. And I think that we owe it to the goodness that's left in Blizzard and this community to stand by them through this this whole mess. Yeah. And just, you know, even if you are hurt and even if you have a really great legitimate reason to be pissed off or upset at at whatever, just just try to remember that, like, nothing is going to be resolved with toxicity and nothing is going to be resolved with anger. We just have to take care of each other and hope for the best. I don't know. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm always hopeful about Blizz. You guys know that. So I don't know what I'm saying. Just take care of yourselves and be nice to each other. Get those laid. Those are good things. Yeah. Go on vacation. Get laid. You know what? Those are the best ways to get laid, even. Yeah. Don't get angry. Get laid. <laughs> It'll be fine. Once you once you do it, once you just, like, release your juju, you know, <laughs> shit doesn't seem that bad anymore. I'm just, like, for a little while, you know? Yeah. And then when shit starts settling in and you're starting to feel bad, go and do it again. <laughs> you know? Press your alt button. Ask Bob, Bob to do something. <laughs> Fucking Bob. Fuck Bob. Your big golden Bob. Your big golden Bob. Yes. You gotta have the big gold. God, I wish Blizzard made toys. Blizzard does make toys. Uh, yeah, yeah. uh. Uh, anyway, um, we have some patrons. We do. We have new patrons. We have new patrons. We have Rachel B., Maker of Love and Warcraft. Ooh. Justin R., Maker of Love and Warcraft. Uh, James F., Maker of Love F. and Warcraft. And Chris F. has also increased Ooh. to become a Maker of Love and Warcraft. Increased. <laughs> so many thanks to you guys. Damn, um, you guys. Thank you so hell much. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Well, welcome to the, the patron team. Um <laughs> This is above and beyond. Like yeah. this is the, every time that that somebody new decides to do this, um, it is it is curious and wonderful and lovely and very appreciated. Always unexpected, never yeah. taken for granted. You guys, right. fucking thank you so much. And while we're at it, we also absolutely want to thank um, Joey F, the Exalted, Teddy, the Insane, Morvian, the Insane, and our boy Arsenic the insane thank you guys so so much honestly to you guys and all the outstanding patrons uh, who have been with us for so long um you warm our cockles um by the the sweet fires of the hearth that you create this holiday season what? and stop um, stop and stop yourself you twist my mustache in just the right ways and Oof. uh thank you yeah what he said <laughs> Thanks, guys, though. And if you can't be a patron, that's fine, too. Just keep listening. Hang out with us. Join the Discord. Join our guild. Whatever. Just, we love you guys so much. And now more than ever, we fucking, we love the shit out of you guys. So thank you so much. And uh, we want to thank Techie Taco, our delightful TNA, for all that he does for us. And we will see you guys in sunny Fresno, California. Fresno? What's Fresno? Is that, where is that in California? <laughs> yeah, it's in California. Yeah! I knew something! I knew something! I'm just kidding. We're not going anywhere. We'll see you in Niagara Falls! You know, funny, funny thing about Fresno, the city motto is bye, Felicia! That was creative. Thank you. Like, I was getting ready to, Thank to you. learn some shit. Thank wow. you. Bye. Okay, hey, ballers. Send us your thoughts, comments, dick pics, whatever. We appreciate all content and feedback. Now stay tuned for some other stuff that's awesome. You look to me like a slacker. Yeah, that's right. That's right, I am a slacker. 
Join these two slackers for a bi-weekly chat about beer, gaming, tech, and something random every show. Just search Slackers Studio in your favourite podcast app. Uh, if you can be bothered. You're a slacker. Hey, Kevin, do you know what I love about lagging balls? What's that, Brian? Um, well, first off, Kevin, it's Ro here. Lagging Balls listeners don't have any clue who Brian is. That's actually a good point. Uh, they would only know me as Jazz or Multizord or something like that. Uh, but anyway, uh, so what do you love about Lagging Balls, Ro? Well, it's their extensive coverage of Blizzard games. I mean, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Diablo. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. They don't cover Hearthstone. What are you talking about? Sure they do. They're a Blizzard podcast. I mean, yeah, they mentioned Witchwood, like, once, maybe. But, nah, they really don't say shit about Hearthstone. What the fuck? Well, hi, Lagging Balls listeners, Ro here. If you're missing some Hearthstone podcasting in your life, then join me and Kevin, I mean multis, I mean jazz, for Hearth Casual. That's right, it's jazz. Uh, But anyway, our show is a podcast about everything in Hearthstone. Well, except the hardcore tournament meta crap. Yeah, Kevin likes that stuff, me not so much. But hey, you you want arena talk, you'll get it. Dungeon runs, tavern brawls, monster hunting, we got you covered and then some. Hearth Casual produces a new episode every two weeks and we'll usually record a little something about tavern brawl during our off weeks. Unless it's randomonium. Yeah, Fuck Randomonium. Fuck Randomonium. Hearth Casual! Find it on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google, everywhere! And follow us on Twitter at Hearth Casual, or we'll cut you! Yeah! Yeah! Hey, ballers. Allie here. Do you enjoy Warcraft Dungeons? Ever wonder why the hell they are there in the first place? Check out Dungeon Fables to learn the stories behind them. You can find it on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Keep on being awesome. Take care. Thanks for listening, ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Our website is laggingballs.com. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. For Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Google Plus, search laggingballs. Basically, just search lagging balls and you'll find us. But avoid image searches if you know what I mean. <laughs> Until next week, ballers, we love you inappropriately. you but fuck (laughs) (laughs) you're still thinking about bob aren't you but fuck yes (laughs) i mean so am i big old boy (laughs) a big old boy brittle oblong bertram big uh big oh bob (laughs) big old bob uh braided obtuse Big ol' boner! Big ol' boner! (laughs) We have a wiener. Hot dog. We have a wiener.